Buying your first home can be overwhelming. What is that guy called that's going to give us the money? Who do we talk to next? I'm Nadeska Alexis, and I'm sitting down with real people to talk about their essential home buying questions. And I'm asking some of the top real estate experts in the country to weigh in. Purchasing a home is not a process of selection. It is a process of elimination. Get an insider's view into buying your first home by tuning into Beginner to Buyer on wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with Todd and Brian. If you've had an encounter and want to be on the show, email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co or visit our website at www.cryptidcreatures.net. My granddaughter is probably four feet away from me. She is looking at me like she's got a terrified look on her face. And then I grab my sidearm. I have no idea what it is to be for certain. I, I have a good idea what it is. And when I turn around, all I can see, a dark red hair, the conical head, and these huge black eyes. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's up, buddy? Uh, Another Bigfoot encounter. Right on. His name is Sean, and he's going to talk about uh, what I believe him and his granddaughter ran into. So let's bring him on. Right on. Let's get him. How's it going, I, Sean? I'm not, the, I'm not the most technologically advanced person in the world. Hey, I'm not either. Don't worry about it. That's all right. At least you got it. You're here. Yes. Well, thanks for coming on and talking with us tonight. Absolutely. You had uh, said that you had had a couple uh, Bigfoot counters. Is that right? Two. Okay. Where did those happen at? One happened in North Texas, up by Amarillo area. Okay. Okay. And one happened in Nebraska. Well, why don't you start off with the first one and uh, explain to us your your encounter? Okay. The first one. The first one was when I was probably between five and six years old, and I was with my mother. Okay. Um, We lived on a farm in North Texas. My mother used to sit out on the the porch and read her book by the light of the kitchen window coming through on the the porch swing. Um, How do I explain you know how when lightning flashes, you you can see things moving across? Yeah. Well, there, there was lightning flashing, and both my mother and I watched as something stepped over the fence into our hog pen, grabbed a large, full-grown boar, stepped out, and walked into the tree line. Now, my mother didn't say anything at the time, 
But when it was gone into the tree line, she looked at me and said, it's time to go inside right now. And I've never seen my mother scared. She raised nine children. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I have never seen my mother that scared. So what'd you guys do? We went inside and my mother stood by the kitchen window and watched to make sure nothing ever came back again. Until my father got home, who was working a wrecker service in Texas at that time. I was young. I thought it was somebody coming and stealing one of our animals. And no, mom, mom said, no, that was not a person. Just go inside. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> how, how, yeah, far away? Gotta, <laughs> how far it away? It was probably 50 feet away from the house. Okay. Wow. That's close. Yeah. But it, the thing that stays with me is it just stepped over the fence. It didn't put its hand on the fence and then put its leg over. It just stepped over, grabbed the hog, and then stepped back over and walked away like nothing. And it's a full-grown hog. That's the first time you remember any interaction with this at your house? Yes. Okay. I'd wondered if your mom had ever had any uh, thing to do with it. My father had... But I wasn't with him at the time. Did he tell you what happened? Yes. Oh. He was um, hooking up a, a semi on a wrecker. And it was going through this wooded area between McLean and Groom, Texas. And he said he could hear some grunting behind him. Now, in that part of Texas, there's not many bears. There's not many animals that would grunt. And my father told me, I'm just hooking up the truck and I'm leaving. I'm not even going to turn around. And it grunted twice more and he could hear heavy footsteps walking away from him. Hmm. Mikey understood what he said. Exactly. And now my father was a huge believer in Bigfoot. He's the one that got me into it. Uh, my mother preferred to, how do you say, not acknowledge it. It scared her so much that she didn't want to acknowledge it. Yeah, that's usually everybody's reaction, I think. Yes. Um. Now, out in the woods after that, I never had any fear of it. We just kind of, if we heard things in the woods, Dad just said, okay, we move away from that area. And that's what we did. Being that huh? young, being that young, uh, I can imagine you really don't remember a lot of it. Uh, probably didn't see too many details of it. It probably didn't affect you as much, um, being that it was far enough away where you know you you were um right up on its face so to speak but uh yeah still you had to it had to make you believe i guess from that from that age or did you think about it much growing up or or all the time yeah okay i i from that point on i i read and studied everything i could find on bigfoot um i watched the patterson gimlin film that that was 
it was right shortly after that that I even knew that there was a Patterson-Gimlin film. So. So what happened with your second encounter? Yeah, it was about four years ago or so. Um, my granddaughter and I had taken these six puppies out to get their first outside time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived in a trailer park that, that borders a creek and then large fields and then fields on the other side. Um, this one's a little, this one bothers me the most. All right. That's fine. Just take your time and just tell it how you want to tell it. We were out with these six puppies she's probably my granddaughter is probably four feet away from me and to the creek it's probably a hundred feet 150 feet somewhere in that area she is looking at me like she's got a terrified look on her face and when i turn around all i can see is probably from here up and it's a dark red hair that the 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 conical head and these huge black eyes Hmm. now we both wanted to go look and see what it was but we weren't going to leave the the babies out so we have to get those six puppies take them inside, and then I grab my sidearm. I have no idea what it is, to be for certain. I I have a good idea what it is, but for certain, I didn't know. For protection, I grab the sidearm, and her and I walk the 150, 100 feet to the creek bed. The bottom of this creek bed is eight feet down from the level and we were seeing probably from just above the nose up so what nine nine feet tall probably it it had to be and when we were looking around where this shape was we seen one footprint leading into the creek and then one on the other side and then it turned and left out of the area Hmm. and we were away from it looking away from it for more than five ten minutes just to take the, the the babies inside and grab the sidearm and it was gone um, left. Yes, <laughs> but it was traveling north along this deep creek. And the only thing I can even think of is that it heard the puppies whimpering and whining and wanted to see what it was. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But after that, for about three months, my granddaughter would not go outside alone. How old is she? Or was she? She was, she was 12 years old at the time. Uh, and it scared her that much. Yeah. I was um, 12 years old. 
she wouldn't go outside even to catch the school bus by herself. She had to have either me or her grandmother with her. Hmm. She just flat refused. Well, I probably would have too if I was that age and I saw that. I think I would too. <laughs> Does she talk about it to you today at all? Um, well, her grandmother and I are divorced. Okay. And she lives with her grandmother. So we are not mm. in communication. But up until her grandmother and I got divorced, yes, she would talk about it, that it still frightened her to go up by that creek bed by herself. All right. And before then she would take her dog, which is a pit bull bull mastiff. And she would walk all over that creek bed by herself with that dog and nothing scared her. But after that, she wouldn't even, she wouldn't even take her dog outside hmm. by herself. Wow. Did you go mm -hmm. out there? Would you go out back there and check stuff out? Yes. Or? yes, I would. You ever see anything like footprints or anything? Only that one time. And it was, you know, a half a print where it stepped into the edge of the creek. Mm. And now the toes of it were gone because they were in the creek and the water flowing through obliterated the, the top half of the foot. But the bottom half was probably once and again the width of my foot and i wear a size nine are you still in that area are you still around there i am i'm a little further away from it i'm about 20 miles away from it now but i'm ever, still in the same general vicinity do you ever get out in the woods and poke around or uh, do you pretty much stay out of them i i like to go out in the woods and poke around but I haven't found anything lately. Okay. Um, there's been weird whistles going through, but there's no way to figure out which direction they're coming from. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know a lot about Western Nebraska, a whole lot of forest. It's a lot of flat land and, these creeks that go through will sometimes dig down like seven, eight feet, or they'll be right on the surface. Uh, I have heard other farmers saying, you know, there's a weird deer kill on my property. We don't know what happened. My, my opinion is they uh, travel back and forth. They, they migrate. Yeah, we've always said that too. Probably probably the food around that area, especially. It, yes, exactly. Also, uh, like South Dakota is a real big hot spot for the Bigfoot community. Um, Texas is a real big hot spot. We're right in the middle. They travel from cold to hot, hot to cold, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And they also travel with their food source down to the south, up to the north. Yeah, I think that's one reason why they're elusive as well. I think they're always on the move, you know. I believe so. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've been um, down for much more than a couple of nights somewhere, and then, then, then they're on their way. Uh, 
So who knows how often the one that you saw had been through that area. Maybe it was his first time. Maybe it only comes through once a year. Who knows? Yeah, it could have been. Um, once all the time. But it's like I said, the weird whistles. I can't make them because they're too high pitch for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm barely able to whistle at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like someone's doing the, the two-finger whistle and making it a really, really high-pitched and then one off another direction, and that's it. You'd hear one and then another response. one. Yes. So, yeah, they could just be a uh, signal each other. Yeah. Communicating that, with each still, other. Mm-hmm. I think they travel. Uh, yeah. I think when they hear people hear, uh, hear people talk about wood knocks, wood clacking, stones, whatever, clacking, you know, whistles roars, grunts, whatever they're doing um, to try to also let the others know around where they're at because I think they kind of split up and kind of, you know, venture their own way a little bit as they travel whatever direction they're traveling to help maybe round up deer or whatever along the way. But um, Or to yeah. tell people or to tell the others to stay out of the area because there's, yeah. you know, person yes. or something, some kind of danger. Yeah. Um, or in like family groups, they're trying to keep track of the juveniles mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that very well could be it yeah but yeah I was, looking, above. I was looking at a map in nebraska yeah definitely um the eastern side's got a lot more foliage than uh foliage however you say that than i yes. than i uh, realized when you say nebraska you think of uh just flat corn kind of corn kind yes of corn <laughs> <laughs> So, would you ever want to see another one? Absolutely. How would you want to see it? I I want to see it much closer this time. Okay. I'm, I'm terrified to see it closer, but I want to see it. And we don't normally get that response. No. <laughs> it's far enough away. Usually, you can still see it and make it out, and but yeah. you know, not too close to where. I, I would like to see it within 50 feet, I would say. Wow. Well, that's close. Yeah, that's close enough. I mean, I mean, it terrifies me to see it that close because I have no idea what's going to happen at the time. Yeah, but at that close, but you could I, definitely get all. Yes. All the features, all the, you know, really get a good look. A very good description at it. Yeah. So. Here's me. I'm on a cliff overlooking a valley tall enough to, you know, see one down there with binoculars and zoom in on him and get details, but far enough away where, you know, he doesn't even know I'm there necessarily. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I want to see one. Ideally. Yeah. That'd be great. Yes. I don't, I don't know why it is, but I've always been, enthralled by the bigfoot legend you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah. i think we so all have I, that's why we're here I, yeah. I want to learn more see more and therefore yes i'm scared but i'm still gonna go try it out i still mm-hmm. want to go see it. i want i want to figure out what it is 
Yep, that's what we all do. What are your thoughts on what it might be, Sean? It is a, a descendant of like the Gigantopithecus. As as the Homo sapien developed, the Bigfoot developed along the similar lines as from the Gigantopithecus. But that's just my thoughts. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's all right. That's all we all have right now is just opinion. That's right. No, nobody really knows for sure. I, I have watched like some of the documentaries on it where in, I think it's Utah. They found the, the caves with those huge sandals that would fit. Yeah. The giants. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I, I'm not sure on that. I haven't seen them. So therefore I can't make a, you know, a, a, an opinion on that. Yeah. Some of those documentaries you got to be careful of, but there's some really good ones out there. Yes. Um, what, one of my favorite people to read, uh, and listen to is Dr. Meldrum. Yeah. One of, he's one of ours too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how he says he can detect if it's a, a, a real footprint or something that someone, you know, posted with the, 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 right. the cutouts. Yeah. I mean, that's what he does. He, yeah. He knows a fake one from a real one. Yes. And, and watching him work is, is just amazing. Yeah, it is. It's fun. So. Yeah. We'd like to get him on the show sometime and talk with him. That's kind of one of our goals. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, Hopefully. I would love to watch that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, yeah, sure. I think if anyone who was in the Bigfoot world knew enough about anything really, stumbled upon some evidence i think he'd be the first person they, they everyone would contact or should contact anyway oh yeah yeah he'd be the Absolutely. first on my list mm-hmm. i i know that now there's some shows out there that i'm not real fond of like the alaskan killer bigfoot yeah i'm not real sure about that one either i i don't understand I, they don't pursue the sounds that they've heard. They run away from them. I have a lot of questions about that show, but yeah, you know, the only good thing about that show was Ron Moorhead was on it for, for a couple episodes. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Those were cool yeah. episodes. But other than that, I think it's just what it is. It's a show and it's for entertainment. Yeah. And I think that's what they're pulling on more so than, Really yeah. getting into this um, background of the Alaskan killer Bigfoot and that island yeah. or whatever that they're on, and the history of what what happened there. So, uh, unfortunately, it's one of those kind of shows. You got those, um, but you're right. There's a lot of good documentaries out there. A lot of good documentaries out there. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen about every one of them. I wish I could find new ones, but <laughs> but I can't. But uh, yeah, and a couple of them. Definitely have Jeff Meldrum in them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the the two that I can think of with Jeff Meldrum is the Monster Quest. Mm-hmm. That yeah, old that Monster was a good one. On History yeah. Channel yeah. where they went up to um, Canada. Yeah. To that one of my favorite shows. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Monster Quest. We had we had Doug Highcheck, the producer, uh, creator producer of that show on. As a yeah, he was on too. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, he's in yeah. a lot of into a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, check out that episode if you get a chance. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. I would love to. Jeff Meldrum is definitely the the, the coolest uh, guy out there because when it comes to the Bigfoot world, because you know he's into it, he believes. You know, he's not going to yes. come around and say yes, I believe, but things he says proves in a scientific way that he, he has to theorize that these things exist. Just like the footprints, right. I was going to say, you know, uh, they have the dermal ridges in yes, them, you know, and the uh, metatarsal break mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that. And and then he's finding that the hair is different than a human hair because of the um, the, the center core of it is different. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. seen on many documentaries lately that hair that hair is coming back as uh, unknown primate. Yes. Yeah. And even some of their high back as primate house who's to say you know i i don't think that they'll ever say bigfoot's real even though people will know yes uh, but they would have done it by now if they were going to do it they would have done it by now i definitely no. think the government knows about him and i definitely think they're not telling people i believe that too i believe the government, the government knows, knows a lot of stuff things, and they don't tell us so. and they don't tell us <laughs> right well, man, we appreciate you coming on and talking about your encounters with us, Sean. Yeah, no kidding. That was cool. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. You'd be yeah, safe out there. Anytime. Yep. Yeah. And uh, if you keep getting out there in the woods, if you see something else, let us know. If I get video clips, do you guys take them too? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. You got some sending them our way. Heck yeah. If I find anything, I will video it and send it you guys' way and let you see what it is. Sounds good. All right, that'd be great. That way there's more than me just seeing it. All right. Yeah. We'll take a look. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Hey, you be careful out there. Yeah. Take yeah. care. Bye. This is Lyle Blackburn, and you're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with Brian and Todd. Yeah, I definitely would have been pretty terrified uh don't blame his granddaughter for being scared uh oh yeah seeing that yeah i've been scared too so they weren't weren't that far away no no it's just crazy how more and more uh sightings just keep reoccurring we keep hearing about and and the ones that we're hearing about too happened a long time ago not just modern you know this yeah. stuff just popping up uh people coming forward and talking about these things that's good. That's good. At least they're comfortable now to come forward and talk about it with us. Yeah. And if you listeners, anyone out there has had an encounter, please visit our website. That address is www.cryptidcreatures.net. You can go there, leave your encounter, uh, share your encounter there, and check out the other stuff while you're there. Um, all the other things we have to offer there. So, Yeah, heck yeah. We got a lot of fun stuff there. Check it out. And if you or anybody you know has had an encounter, let us know this little area on there you can send it to us and tell us all about it yep we're we're uh wanting to hear from you guys so once again my friend another good episode i appreciate you being here with me yeah man always fun we will talk to you later see ya (laughs) 